Welcome to Working Matters. My name is Carl Edwards. Visit us on the web at boldenterprises.com. Well, we have been having the best series with Van Ray at Amprint Advisors. Good morning, Van. Good morning, Carl. And we've been looking at a posture of strategic readiness, uh, being welcoming the future, inviting the future, being ready for whatever's coming and participating in building it with our dreams and goals and passions as uh, whatever we're doing professionally. And it's been very interesting. And we're going to wind it up this week with looking at a very interesting idea called decision agenda. And we're going to be talking about creating a decision agenda of very important things, which I am going to ask you about because decisions and agenda, they sound so ordinary in one regard. They do. They do. And I think as organizations are getting ready for the future, they're going through thoughtful steps to say, what do we want to become? How are we going to get there? is that as I look in the future, there's going to be forks in the road. And what I'm suggesting to add as part of your strategic planning is anticipate those forks in the road mm-hmm. and not try to answer which direction you're going to take all at once for all of those important options in the future. So what do I mean by a decision agenda? As the organization's moving forward through time, things are coming up and options A, B, or C are going to be valid options for you to consider. What can often be the temptation is to take all of those choices, pull them into now, and answer them all as part of your plan. And you can get stuck in trying to do those, and that can derail your planning. Or you can be forced to not make the best decision because you don't have all the information in front of you. So instead, know that decision's coming, and as part of marching through from now into the future, let yourself have the freedom to say, we're going to make that decision later. And what I mean by that agenda Mm -hmm. is at some point in time, some range of time to be able to say, we know we have that decision coming and we're getting ready to make that decision in the future and lay that decision out as an agenda over time of those, I'll say three to 10 key things that you need to make a choice on, commit yourself to, and be ready for that decision coming at you. So throw an example at me at one upcoming decision that might, we could use to talk about. One of the things that's huge could be a reaction to a competitor. So Mm -hmm. if we're in a competitive marketplace and we know we're competing against, you know, multiple strong competitors, we've got to react sometimes to their move. We may have to react to a product change that they bring. We have to may have to react to pricing. We may have to react to how they're dealing with our current installed, you know, existing customer base. Mm -hmm. So an example can be, you know, that, a product launch or a product announcement is going to be coming forward, say, from a meaningful competitor. Get on your agenda, reaction to new competitor A's product launch. Mm. And, again, you don't know exactly what that is. But you can get ready for it, but that would be an example of saying, and, again, trying to take that reaction and frame it as a decision. That's what I'm suggesting. So if you know that launch is coming – you know that something that's going to be in your competitive space, it's not just think about what the competitor does. Let me make it more specific. It may be decide product pricing change in reaction to competitor in Q2. That would be an example of an important decision. Get it on your agenda. Be ready for that when that competitor comes. Okay, so we are, I, I like to think in extremes. So one end of the spectrum, we're not saying you don't know the future, which we've admitted. We can't control it. We've admitted, but we're not just going to wait until their product comes out to begin thinking about it. 
The other end of the spectrum, we know we don't know what's going on, but it would be premature to think it all the way through with partial information and pick our new price point now. It's too early. So the so we both want to be thinking about it and yet not making a final decision. And and again, that commitment, because you've got to be really careful in that regard, because you know you may need to be really, now we have to make that decision now for whatever reason in terms of your supply chain management and being ready for that for the future or competitive positioning and that you want to, you know, forestall it and you want to be, you know, in, in a position that you're, it, it's not reactive. But again, that's part of that, that wisdom in that picking it, but you can't sometimes. And matter of fact, as you get closer, you'll get more and more information. And mm-hmm. that's, that's what I'm suggesting is, is to really understand your options to get them completely on in front of you, maybe not completely, maybe it's not a good word, maybe not exhaustively in front, in front of you, but to a really good options with some clarity in front of you, anticipate. you got to do some work to get ready for that, and you don't have it now. And it's okay to wait. Matter of fact, it's better to wait. But to be ready for it, you need your organization to be ready to, when that time comes, and you can anticipate when that time's going to be, you're ready to make a commitment and a decision. Okay. So let's say I've got three pieces of paper in front of me. I'm going to try and artificially separate this in my mind. So one agenda on one of these pieces of papers is my agenda for now. And we're at our meeting, we're talking, uh, we've got certain things on the agenda that we need to decide and do and think through now. The other end of the spectrum, we've got our future agenda. And there we've got dreams and ideas and what ifs and who cares and just... The world's ours. Let's just think just in case. Now, what I'm hearing you say is there's this third piece of paper in the middle that are not the issues of now, and they're not the dreamy things of the future. They're things that we know are coming, but we don't, but they're still coming, so there's still a lot we don't know. But they need to be on the agenda. They need to be revisited because we're revisitors. We are not one-time planners anymore. Never again a one-time planner here. So we're, and we're revisitors, and so we want these on our radar screen. They're not now issues, and they're not far away, but if they're not on the radar screen, am I hearing you correct? We are going to run into a major problem when they do arrive. It's a, it's a great comparison, and you're absolutely right. I am talking about this third category where you do know enough to anticipate that this is something that you're going to have to address. And in addressing it, what I'm suggesting is that a way to think about addressing it is around decisions. So there's a lot of things we can see coming at us. So it's, it's not this, in this completely unknown category. Mm-hmm. It's in this known mm-hmm. but maybe in, incomplete. Sure. And getting ready for it and being able to say, we've got an opportunity to do something here, it's not just thinking about it. It's not just talking about it. What I'm suggesting is there's a class of things. No, you actually need to be ready to make a decision. And that's what I think is unique about a decision agenda. It's not just points of evaluation, it's points of commitment. And yes, you do know enough, not perfectly to say, but yeah, I'm ready to make a point of commitment in the future. And I like your paper analogy because it is this third class of thing. Okay. So I've got this third class of thing and I've got some upcoming somethings on it. Help me distinguish between articulating that list in terms of a decision or a commitment versus a, a list of things to 
conversation topics or things to keep thinking about. It's a great distinction. And what I would talk about in that is a decision or framing that issue in a decision forces us to think in two ways. The first one, the decision is to be able to create options to answer that decision. And as we're going through that decision-making process, if we frame it well as a decision, it forces the thinking of leaders to say, what are meaningful options? You know, to our earlier one with a customer, you know, a competitor launching a product, and we're going to have to decide pricing. We can, meaningful options, raise our price. We're going to lower our price. We're going to keep our price. Three options. Mm-hmm. General directions. And decisions force you to think in those categories. What are those meaningful options? What it also does is it forces you to reach conclusions. So not only are you creating options, but it's also, by framed in decision terms, you've got to make a commitment to one of those paths specifically. And if, again, that's the importance and the contrast of just an item of evaluation is an item of evaluation may not be going through that deep thinking of what are my options and what conclusion am I going to reach to reach a point of commitment and implementation. And that would be a key difference. Now, that's a great difference. So, wow, I'm, I'm playing out in my mind what just a, talking about it is, because you articulated making a decision well. What's the risk of it not being a decision? I guess maybe I'm asking for an example of a, people who just talk about these things. In terms of just talking about it, and again, it's important to understand there are really key things that it's okay just to talk, just talk about, about yeah. just to talk about. In thinking about the future, though, it's identifying those key things to know, no, I really have to commit. And, and, I, and I have to commit in such a way that I want more available to me than just do nothing or keep doing what I'm doing. So you will always answer it. And some of that answer or some of that commitment to a decision is just keep doing what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And so the distinction is, is that you really want to do that course of action, whether it's change, stay the course, deliberately and thoughtfully. And apart from just letting it come, incomplete information, and maybe not really having that clear direction on what it is you're doing, and really not landing on, in a thoughtful way, this is what we're going to do, and then being committed to it and carrying it out. So now the image that's in my mind is you know, kind of the leader's toolbox, and you're giving us more tools than I know what to do with. I'm going to need a bigger box here. The tool you're giving someone here is... And I like, I use that metaphor intentionally because the leader has to stay the one responsible and free to choose what's best in making all these decisions. But to have a tool like saying, I'm going to have a decision agenda about future forks in the road so that I know I need to address certain things at the time, you're trying to get them more than, I'm still comparing it to, in my mind, to kind of keeping your eyes open and being able to see all around in case there's, you know, if you're on back to the wilderness journey keeping attentive in case there's, you know, a robber going to jump out over here or quicksand here or, you know, a gold mine here when you were really looking for water and you overlooked the gold. Um, but those, that's different. That's, that's a different kind of attentiveness and awareness and yes. a, agenda on your thing. You're saying, you know, let's look down the road and I can see desert down there. So we know, and if there's not a path that keeps us in water, we're going to have to make a decision about where we're going to get water. And But we don't know yet if we're going to need it, but we're going to have to make a decision Well, more particularly, when we get there. Even to your path example, it's knowing that you're going to re- re- reach a place on the journey and that the path could go in different directions. Mm-hmm. 
And at that point in time, when you get to that fork, if you will, you're going to have to commit to one of those. And by waiting to commit, you're going to make a better decision, but you're anticipating that commitment and you're gaining more information about which path is better, which, which options get you in different locations eventually, and you're getting ready to make that commitment. So when that fork comes, okay, I'm, going to, I'm now ready. And, and I think the key distinction in this, and this is part of this posture of readiness in the planning process, is don't feel like you're failing in your planning if you don't commit to every possible fork that you can see. Give yourself and your organization permission to wait. Know the fork's coming. Know the decision's mm-hmm. there. And it's still healthy to say, I'm not answering them all now, but I know the ones I have to I answer in the future, are. and I'm ready to pick that path. Yeah. No, I like that a lot because you're not as you just said, needing to make decisions that you don't have enough information to make on the one hand, but neither are you saying uh, keeping a blind eye. And so you're saying, I see certain things. I know I'm going to have to deal with them, but I don't have enough information to deal with them. But darned if I don't keep thinking about them. Absolutely. I'm going to end up in more trouble than I know what to do with. And sometimes that trouble, Carl, is just people reaching that fork and being delayed. And getting to that fork that they could see and then stopping and taking potentially a lot of precious time that had they been getting ready for that decision along the way, they'd be ready when the fork comes to make that option. And it could just be delayed. Yeah. Well, thank you. This has been a great series. You've given us a spectrum of tools here that's just wonderful. Everything from thinking in terms of a process instead of that we're paying attention to and adjusting instead of a fixed plan to our, what we're going to say no to, what we're going to stop doing, to where we're not going to be pushed back, we're not going to give an inch, slack to be ready for um, opportunities or problems that we can't anticipate, and then now um, anticipating decisions that are coming but we don't have enough information for. And why I'm particularly appreciative of this, cities is, of this series is that you've given us um, – Tools. I just got to go back to that metaphor because we believe here at Bold Enterprises that every leader is a great leader. And the task of learning and growing and developing of a leader is not learning how to be someone different than you are and learning all these, oh, I should be doing this, this, this instead of what I'm doing. It's embracing who you are and picking up tools like this on the way so that you can think more clearly, act more boldly, and as if you've just given us now, do so in a posture of readiness. So thank you. Thank you, Carl. Where can we find you on the web? You can find me at www.amprint.com and van.ray at amprint.com. W-R-A-Y. W-R-A-Y. And you guys need to send him an email today. You need to meet this guy. As always, come by boldenterprises.com and comment at the blog. Let's be in conversation about these things. They are not answers. They are tools. And thank you for listening in. It's been a great series. This podcast is a Bold Enterprises production.